0: A busy office of the Watershed Financial Company. A rather determined young woman storms up to one of the men in the office who is sitting quietly in a cubicle.
1: What are you doing?
0: Sitting quietly.
1: Who are you?
0: The man's name is Bernie
2: Felger. Oh, hi. My name is Bernie Felger. Do you
1: know whose cubicle this is? It's empty. This cubicle belongs to Darlene.
2: Well, you'd never know it. The desk is bare and the drawers are empty.
1: What makes you so special?
0: Oh, he's not special. He's just a temp.
2: Oh, I'm not special. See, I'm, I'm just a temp.
1: Ugh. I hate temps.
0: This is his story.
3: The
4: Temp, a Double M Production.
3: As I'm flitting job to job, I am a man without a face Such a no-man moving everywhere to try and find my place Now it seems a temp is all I am, it's all I'll ever be I will never find myself in line to be an employee
2: Today's episode, Mother's Nature
1: Who told you that you could sit there?
2: Mr. Fitzgerald, he told me to wait for my supervisor I think he said her name was Maxine
1: I'm Maxine
2: Oh, great, well, uh, I am reporting for duty, mon ami
1: Don't be cute. I hate cute. Uh Uh-huh. Did Edmund say what you'd be doing?
2: Whatever you tell me to do.
1: Well, that's what Darlene did.
2: She sounds compliant. I will try to live up to your expectations.
1: Stop it. I warned you about cute.
2: Yes, yes, you did, but I thought you were joking.
1: (laughs) I never joke.
2: Okay.
1: Here, put this on. What is it? It's a red nose.
2: Um... I'm all into cosplay and that, but why do I need to wear a red clown nose?
1: It's Red Nose Day.
2: Is it Red Nose Day already? Where does the time go? What's Red Nose Day?
1: It's a national campaign to bring awareness to child poverty.
2: Oh, I'll that Red Nose Day. All right, then. I will, uh, I'll wear it proudly.
1: Follow me. Oh, ow. Are you Ah. finished?
2: I stumbled getting out of my chair. I, I cracked my knee. I, I think the nose is throwing off my balance.
1: Don't care. Come on. Okay then. Ow.
2: Ow. Ow. Uh huh. Ow.
1: Will you Ow. stop that? It's irritating. Okay. On this table are 14 stacks. The first is the applications. You will go through each application and determine which extra documents you'll need to add to each application. You will then go through the remaining stack of documents and find the extra documents that you'll need for each application. Wait, wait, wait. wait now, hold
2: on. You're going too fast. L- l- let me write this down.
1: You don't need to write it down. It's simple enough. Once you get each application file completed, you will then turn behind you, pick the color envelope that applies to that specific application. Red is for home loans, blue is for auto loans, yellow is for investments, the green is Wait, wait, wait a minute, now, that's
2: too much. I didn't get most of that.
1: Have that table cleared by lunch.
2: By lunch? Okay, okay I'll, I'll get right Ow! Oh, sorry. I sneezed and my red nose flew off. Did that hurt? I bet it did. I'll, I'll get right on this stack of, uh, stuff. Uh, don't you worry. You might want to put some ice on that. <sighs> okay, take an application and, uh, Determine the, uh, the, uh, God, what was it I had to determine? Hey. Why? Oh, who? What are you? who? I'm Julian. Well, you scared me, Julian. You shouldn't sneak around like that. I'm not sneaking. I'm right here. Right where? Behind the copier. <laughs> the copier? I, I don't see you. I'm crouching. Well, don't crouch. Stand up. Let me see you. Never.
3: Never. Maxine must never know I've left my cubicle.
2: Then why did you leave your cubicle?
3: I'm here to warn you. Warn me about what? She's trying to get you fired. Really? Darlene used to work here. Maxine and Darlene were good friends. They took their breaks together. They compared their dogs. And then they compared their boyfriends. And then they compared their dogs to their boyfriends. (laughs) They went shopping at lunch. And they complained about their mothers.
2: Did they ever get any work done?
3: It was a much happier time here. <laughs> but the company let Darlene go. And then something happened with Maxine. She. 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 she, she what? She went
1: mad!
2: Well, she looked perfectly fine to me. <laughs> What was that?
3: Maxine is out to prove that Darlene is the only one who can do this job. Really? You're the sixth temp we've had, and none of them has lasted a week.
2: Oh, really? Well, I'm sure I'll be fine. I have a real winning way about me. But thanks for your concern, Julian. Julian? Julian!
5: Wake up. Come on. Bertie, wake no, right.
2: up. What is that?
5: I heard something.
2: Uh-huh.
5: I'm serious.
2: Uh, you always are. <gasps> What's that?
5: It sounds like someone's in the front
2: yard. Well, let's just hope he stays there. Get the gun. We don't have a gun. You won't let me get one.
5: Look in the closet. Find something to club them with. Um...
2: I, I could poke him with a clothes hanger.
5: <gasps> he's coming inside.
2: Call the police. By
5: the time they get here, he will have stolen everything and be long gone. You stop him. Me? Use one of your scary
2: voices. Just chase him off. It's hard to do a scary voice when you're hyperventilating. <laughs> he's he's coming up the stairs. Lock the bedroom door. Get under the bed. I will fit under the bed. Well, you would if you could lose... <laughs> <soul>. <laughs>
5: Mom? Dad?
2: That's not a guy. That's a girl. Wait, I know that voice.
5: (laughs) It's Menorah.
2: Yeah, yeah. What's she doing home?
5: (laughs) Menorah, honey. Oh, sweetheart, give me a hug.
2: You scared the life out of us.
5: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's okay, sweetie. It's good to see you.
2: What are you doing home?
5: I told you I was coming. When was this? Bernie, what is she talking about?
2: I I don't remember you telling us you were coming home.
5: Uh, Dad, I told you on the phone this afternoon. Ernie, you didn't say anything about Menorah calling
2: you. Oh, I, I I didn't? No, you didn't. My, my bad. The fact is that she called at a particularly busy time for me, and I just plain forgot she called. I should have
6: called you, Mom.
2: You should have told me that you were coming home. I would have remembered that.
6: I did tell you I was coming home.
2: <laughs> no, you didn't.
6: Yes, I did. No, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. That was the whole reason for calling you.
5: You really should have called me. I would have remembered. It's what mothers do. Well, next time I will.
2: Well, I would have remembered if I hadn't been so distracted at work. Sorry, honey.
6: Hey, I'm really beat. I'm going to go to my room. I'll tell you all about it tomorrow.
5: Well, this is a nice surprise. Did she say how long she was staying? How can she take any time off from school right now? Is there anything wrong? You don't think she got expelled, do you? You're right. I am?
2: She should have called you. If she told me she was coming home, I would have remembered that. She would have said, oh, Dad, hey, I'm coming home. And I would have said, good, I'll have to remember to tell your mother. What
1: are you doing?
2: Huh? Nothing. I'm just thinking.
1: Well, your thinking is very disturbing.
2: How is my thinking disturbing?
1: It's too loud. Maybe if you would spend less time daydreaming, you could focus on doing your job. Here, I need you to sign this. What is it? It's a written reprimand.
2: Reprimand for what?
1: For HR. Why? Those files that you did yesterday, most of them were wrong and had to be redone. That took time away from our staff to fix your mistakes. Well, you didn't
2: explain it very well.
1: Well, you just need to concentrate more. Here, put this on.
2: A pink baseball cap.
1: You were supposed to wear something pink today for breast cancer awareness.
2: I guess I didn't get the memo.
1: Just put it on.
2: Okay. Yo, Mama, sup?
1: Stop being cute.
2: I'm not cute, Mama. I'm cute.
1: I warned you. Now, turn it around. The visor goes in the front.
2: All right. Um, what am I supposed to wear tomorrow? This. A T-shirt that's covered with paint splotches and handprints?
1: It's to support Boys and Girls Clubs of America.
2: Oh. Oh, okay. Hmm. A free shirt. That's pretty cool.
1: Mm, We're docking the price of it from your pay.
2: (laughs) Okay, then. So, um... Look, I'm, I'm sorry to hear about Darlene. I've heard that she was a close friend.
1: You are paid here to work. So just focus on your job. Have you got those forms sorted?
2: Yes, I do. Here they are.
1: Oh. <laughs> well, you know, they needed to be alphanumerical.
2: That's what I did.
1: Based on company name or owner's name?
2: Uh, well, company name.
1: Hmm. No, owner's name.
2: Well, that's easy enough. Most of the companies were named after the owner with the exception of this one. uh, This one, this one, this one here, and this one. And we just slide this one in here, that one in there, and here, and there, and this, and there you go.
1: That's uh, fine. How did you know how to- I
2: am a trained professional. Do not try this at home.
1: But the, the district codes are out of sync. You said you were trained at filing. I am. Well, it's going to take a lot more to convince me and HR.
2: Boy, someone's wound a little tight. Psst, ah! Julian, will you stop doing that? Now, where are you now? In the cubicle behind yours. Oh, yeah? Don't look. Get down, get down. I'm down, I'm down.
3: She's wrong, you know. There are no district
2: codes on those forms. I know that, and she knows that. But she doesn't know what I know. I just need to find some way to use that to my advantage.
5: So, Menorah, how long are you planning on staying? I
6: wanted to talk to you about that. Oh? I was thinking, and I don't know... What about school? I quit school. You,
2: you what? what?
6: It's okay. I'm good. Yeah, but I'm
2: not. I mean, how are you going to get a decent job without an education? You're going to end up like people who don't have a regular job.
6: <laughs> Dad, Dad, chill. I have a decent job. In fact, I have a business of my own. Where? Online. Online.
2: On, online.
6: Well, it started out as a few videos, and I got a large following, and before I knew it, I was approached by advertisers and different companies, and now I'm making a six-figure salary. So
5: I decided to quit school and follow this full-time. That's amazing, honey. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Well, I figured since I'm going to college to get a good
6: job and possibly start up a career, and since I already have that happening, I don't need the added at- expense of college.
2: Well, Yeah.
6: I've set up my office in my room. You do everything
5: on your laptop? Well, I've
6: created a web page that holds my videos and links. I have a PayPal account for my advertisers and a Patreon account for my subscribers.
2: You're really making a six figure salary? Uh,
6: just barely, but yeah. And that's the net, not the gross. Well,
2: that's just great.
6: <laughs> well,
5: I am just so proud
6: of you. Thanks, Mom. It was kind of scary at first. It just took off so fast.
2: Well, it must have. You've only been in school for a year and a half.
6: What is it you do, exactly? Well, I make videos that explain and review stuff.
2: What kind of stuff?
6: Uh, anything from movies to athletic equipment, household appliances to other people's videos. And companies pay you to do this? They send me free stuff all the time to review. Uh which reminds me, you will probably start getting a lot of stuff delivered
2: here. You do these videos fully clothed, Bernie. I trust. <laughs> Just checking. I'm a dad. It's what dads do.
5: Yes, dad. It's entirely G-rated. I trust you. We raised you right, sweetheart.
2: You ever work with Water Shield Financial? Uh, no. Why? Well, they're the company that I'm assigned to right now. They're a financial institution. They might be able to help you invest your money, that sort of thing.
6: Oh, well, I'll check them out.
2: Six figures? How could you be making six figures? I never made six figures at her age. I never made six figures ever. You're
1: doing it again. Doing what? Thinking really loud. No,
2: I'm... Not. You can hear that? Look, I'm wearing my boy and girls club shirt.
1: Good. Now sign this. What is it? It's your second reprimand.
2: What? No, what... What am I being reprimanded for this time?
1: The district codes were all out of sync.
2: Now, just wait a minute. You know very well that there are no district codes for those particular files.
1: Well, that just shows you how incompetent you are. You wouldn't know a district code from a zip code.
2: District codes are zip codes with a county prefix number added. They're set up to keep track of tax requirements in various areas. Those files had no district code because they were strictly banking qualifications and interest summations.
1: Well... You can explain that to HR.
2: I will explain it to HR. Let's go.
1: You have to sign this first.
2: I told you I'm not signing a reprimand for something I didn't do.
1: Not the reprimand. This. What's that? It's a request for an HR hearing.
2: You just happen to be carrying that around with you?
1: Are you going to sign it or not?
2: Give it to me. There.
1: Okay. I'll deliver it.
2: And I'll be sure to dress up for the trial.
1: I wouldn't dress up too much. Why is that? Tomorrow's pajama day. No. Yeah, huh? And you had better comply. You already have enough charges against you.
2: Yeah, well, I'll wear my very best pajamas. You can count on that. It's a trap, you
0: know that. Ah!
2: <laughs> Julian, you know I'm right. Yeah, I I know I walked right into it, didn't I? You're not the first. You're not helping. You going to go through
3: with it or you're going to run off like all the others?
2: We Felgers never run.
3: You don't?
2: No. We generally limp, bruised, and bleeding off the battlefield and find somewhere to die. That sounds... brave. It sounds stupid, that's what it sounds. (laughs) Look, I gotta come up with some kind of a plan. You got any ideas, Julian?
3: Well, I'm anxious to see what you come up with.
2: Well, you're no Mickey Goldmill. Uh, Who? Now, don't tell me you never saw Rocky.
3: Uh, no, I didn't.
2: That figures.
6: Dad, I looked up some information on Watershed Financial and they look like a great company. I might be able to get them to sponsor me.
2: Is there any information about their employees?
6: I can check. Which branch office?
2: The one on Parthenon Avenue.
6: Okay, here.
2: All right, let me look. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hmm. Oh, okay, here. Maxine Meisner.
5: Yeah, Mom? Honey, do you want me to wash those clothes you left in the laundry room? Uh, No, Mom. I can do it. Nonsense. I can do your clothes. It's not that big of a deal.
6: Mom, I'm a big girl. You don't need to do it. (laughs) I guess it's hard
5: for me to realize how independent you are. Uh,
6: Look, I plan on paying room and board while I'm here.
5: We'll work that out later.
6: I don't have any idea how long this will go on. I mean, it could collapse suddenly and I would have to be back in school. I I feel like I have no control over it.
5: Would that be so bad? I... Guess not. I just don't want to be a failure. Failing at something does not make you a failure.
2: Every businessman worth his weight knows that it takes at least five tries to get a successful business off the ground. You'd have learned that if you had stayed in school.
5: We did cover that before I left. Sweetheart, you're on a remarkable journey. One of many you'll take in your lifetime.
2: Hey, hey, the thrill of the hunt, eh, Dawson? What? The Great Mouse Detective, don't you remember?
6: (laughs) Dad, Dad, I loved watching that with
5: you, but I'm afraid I've grown up.
2: Oh, not all the way. You need to keep a little spark of magic alive.
5: No matter how annoying it is to others.
2: Hey!
6: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know, I mean, it is kind of fun. I just get scared, it's all new.
2: What makes the elephant charge his tusk in the misty mist or the dusky dusk? What makes the muskrat guard his musk Courage.
5: Dad. <laughs> All kidding aside, I couldn't be prouder. I know you, and I know you will overcome any obstacle that you'll face. And I'll be right there to cheer you on. And if you drift off course, I'll be right there to chase you back on track. Oh, Gee, Mom, thanks. <laughs> I'm a mother. It's what mothers do.
2: Yes! <laughs> That's it! Mm-hmm. Sweetheart, you are brilliant! Oh, that's perfect. Minora? Yeah? Can you look something up for me? Sure. Okay, here's what I want.
7: Mr. Felger, I understand that you requested this meeting.
2: Yes, yes, I did.
7: And uh, your supervisor has approved it. I did. Yeah, very well. Uh, now, before we get started, uh, Mr. Felger, what kind of attire would you say that you are wearing?
2: These are my pajamas.
7: I see. And what sort of pajamas are those?
2: Spider-Man jammies.
7: (laughs) I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that.
2: These are my Spider-Man jammies.
7: Uh, And is this your normal attire for going to bed?
2: No, I I only wear these for special occasions.
7: Oh, so do you consider your job a special occasion?
2: No, no, not really. I, I sort of dressed up to come to this meeting.
7: Well, I certainly appreciate that.
2: What I wear regularly, yeah, it's pretty ratty.
7: Oh. So in lieu of rattiness, you opt to look like a six year old.
2: Well, no, it's it's not juvenile, it's it's stylish. My wife doesn't mind.
7: Remarkable woman. Mr. Felger, were you planning on taking an extended nap today? No. So then explain to me why you are dressed like that.
2: I was told it was Pajama Day.
7: I'm sorry, did you say Pajama Day?
2: Yeah, you know, uh, theme day, where everyone in the office dresses for a theme, like like, like on Monday. You had Red Nose Day, and and Tuesday was Wear Pink Day, and I was told that this was Pajama Day. Oh,
7: I see. Monday's Red Nose Day was to support the campaign to end child poverty— Tuesday was for breast cancer awareness. What possible kind of campaign would pajamas be for?
2: Stomping out... snoring?
7: (laughs) I'm going to let that go for the moment. Now, you requested this meeting, and so I'm going to overlook your attire and let you have the floor.
2: Thank you. I have called this meeting because I feel I'm being unfairly treated and set up for failure.
7: In what way are you being set up?
2: Well, I'm not given complete instructions to complete my task. I'm being written up for the least provocation, things that I didn't even do.
7: I have here on my desk many complaints of your behavior, Mr. Felger. Well, they're
2: not true.
7: Here is a citation claiming you mutter to yourself with different voices as if he were possessed by Daffy Duck and friends.
2: I actually don't do Daffy Duck.
7: I've got one here that says you laugh out of sync with anything going on around you. Oh, and this one says you make all manner of irritating sounds with your
2: mouth. Hey, I stopped that the moment she told me about it. Who told you about it? Miss Meisner. Uh, Maxine.
1: I did tell him, and he continued to do it.
2: I did not.
1: You did, too. I did not. You did, too. Oh, it's an annoying sound, like a dripping faucet. That's it. Okay,
2: that's enough! What kind of
7: business do you think we are running here, Mr. Felger? Well,
2: a financial...
7: We are a financial firm, Mr. Felger. People come to us for their financial needs. They need to be assured that we are a stable company. But if a prospective customer comes into our office and sees someone who appears unstable, what are they going to think?
2: I am as stable as the next guy. Stabler, even.
7: That's... Might be, Mr. Felger, but I don't think customers are going to get that impression when they see you walking around in your pajamas, muttering and laughing to yourself. Look, she set me up.
1: Why would I do that?
2: Because you miss Darlene.
1: I am a professional. I don't let my personal feelings affect my work.
2: Oh, you do too. Do not. Do too.
1: Do not. Do too. I'm
7: sorry! (laughs) Mr. Felger, you are... Probably a nice enough guy, but you are just not a good fit for Watershed Financial.
2: Wait, wait! I want to call my first witness. This is an
7: HR hearing. There are no witnesses.
2: There is in this one. I need a character witness.
1: This is ridiculous. Are you going to? What's allow the matter? To-
2: Can't take the pressure?
1: Bring it on,
2: Your Honor. I am not Your Honor. I am just an HR rep. Well. <sighs> Go ahead. Very well. You can come in now. I would like to call Mrs. Helen Meisner.
8: Mom? Now, Maxine, you've been
1: getting into trouble again. You told my mom on me?
7: This is highly irregular.
1: You said it was a character witness.
7: Oh,
2: not for me. For you.
8: Is everything this man told me true, Maxine? Mom, don't say another word. I will not hush up, young lady. This nice, sweet man told me that you made him wear ridiculous costumes and wouldn't give him complete instructions, and that you kept reporting him to H.R. on trumped-up charges. It's the Pauline Dipple story all over again.
2: Would you care to elaborate on that for the court?
8: Objection!
2: I will allow it. (laughs) Proceed.
8: Well, when Maxine was 12 years old, her best friend... Pauline Dipple moved away, and Maxine was so angry that she started bullying every child in the neighborhood. Is
7: that so?
1: That's a lie.
8: I didn't bully anyone. you watch yourself. Don't you call your mother a liar. You had every child on the block and in your school scared to death of you.
2: I submit to the court that based on this testimony, I should be given a fresh start with a new impartial supervisor.
7: Harassment charges are very serious, Miss Meisner.
1: Everything I reported is documented. If it ah! please
7: the court. <laughs> I am a witness for the defense, and I can attest that those documents are falsified.
2: Julian, where are you? Under the conference table.
7: Don't look, don't look. I won't, I won't. I'm not sure the court can recognize a disembodied witness. Do
8: you see the trouble you've caused, Maxie? I've tried to tell you time and time again that all of our actions have consequences. Not now, Mother.
7: I am ready to announce my verdict. In considering all the evidence, I have come to the conclusion that a form of harassment has taken place here and that innocent parties have been affected. However, due to corporate restructuring that has already been put into effect, our temp program was to end today anyway. And you may rest assured, Mr. Felger, that all charges against you will be dropped upon your departure.
2: So I went through all of that for nothing?
7: Oh, not at all, Mr. Felger. What you showed here was an obvious miscalculation on the part of upper management. And as a result, Darlene Adams will be rehired and start work on Monday.
2: So despite everything, Maxine gets her way after all? You misunderstand,
7: Mr. Felger. Darlene Adams will be filling a vacancy brought on by the firing of Maxine Meisner! What?!
1: That's not fair.
7: Neither were the things that you put this man through. How many other temps
3: suffered at your hand? I watched them all.
1: Shut up, Julian.
8: (laughs) Watch your mouth, young lady. I did not raise you to speak disrespectfully to
1: others. Mother, will you just cool it?
7: Maxine, you may empty your desk and security will usher you out. And as for you, Mr. Felger... As
2: for me, I will move on to my next assignment... A vagabond in the working world, known more respectfully as a temp. Thanks, Julian. I couldn't have said it better myself.
0: There is much treachery in the drama that is corporate America, with backstabbing and character assassination commonplace amongst the movers and shakers of business these days. Positioning yourself for safety is essential to survival, a strategy that is not so easy to accomplish when you fall as low on the food chain as a common temp.
4: The Temp was written by Michael Wilhelm, directed by Lauren Nichols, engineered by Nate Chen. Audio production by Scott Kump. In the cast, you heard Michael Wilhelm as Bernie Felger, Lorraine Knox as Penelope Felger, Josette Wilhelm as Menorah Felger, Larry Bauer as the narrator, Anna Mackey as Maxine, Jaden Moore as Julian, Todd Stazak as the HR rep, and Teresa Bauer as Helen. Live sound effects performed by Scott Kump, Jaden Moore, and Josette Wilhelm. Original music by Scott Kump. This has been a Double M production in affiliation with All for One Productions in Fort Wayne, Indiana.
3: I am only passing through this way, I won't be back again. I am here one day and gone the next, that's not a lasting friend. Just a humble freelance worker who goes out to where I'm sent. Yes, I am a total stranger, known more plainly as a temp.
4: The Temp was recorded before a live audience.
2: No, you didn't.
6: Yes, I did.
1: No,
2: you didn't. Yes, I did. I did not. You
6: did too.
1: I did
2: not. You did too. Oh, you do too. Do not. Do too.
1: Do not. Do too. too. Okay, that's enough.